0: Hey everyone, it's your host, Dindevera, your favorite kimchi poppy, and you're listening to Up To No Good, the show where we get you hip to top trans, latest cultures, and take you back in time with your favorite blast from the past. We talk about the good, the bad, the messy, with honest stories from what really goes on in your 20s. For today's episode, we're going to be discussing everything there is to know about the popular dating apps, the culture around it, and the role it has in our generation. You're listening to Up To No Good. So... Earlier this week, I was watching an episode from a TV show called Black Mirror. And if you haven't seen Black Mirror, definitely go watch it, it's on Netflix. It's a huge mindfuck, excuse my French. The episode that I watched was set in a world where people pretty much rated each other from one to five star for every interaction they have. Like, let's say uh, you did something good to somebody and that somebody rates you like a five star. So you get a five star, which bumps up your score. But you know, it influences their socioeconomic status and it influences their daily lives so much to the point where people were like pretty much begging each other for positive reviews just to be accepted in their society. And if I remember, it was like the overall rating that you get is how people perceive you. With the rise of social media apps and dating apps, we've sort of found ourselves swiping right, clicking likes on people's social media activities. And the more likes and swipes we get, the more we feel higher up in the social ladder. And it does speak a lot about the way we as a society, especially this generation, the way we perceive others. You know, social media has played such a huge role in our teenage years and, you know, it changed the way we interact with other people, especially online. And sometimes when we meet strangers in person, you know, that feels more authentic than having to meet a stranger over a chat. And, you know, the idea that you can just take a look at one's picture or profile and automatically assume one's personality and lifestyle without truly getting to know them, it it feels a bit off and it completely obliterates the the whole purpose of, you know, having a direct communication with somebody in person. There's just a different feeling to it. You know, sometimes we find ourselves looking at people's profile and creating a persona. And, you know, whenever we see something that we don't completely agree on or we don't support it, we mark it as a red flag. Then we either ghost the person or we just completely stop having further interaction with them, which is sad because they don't really get the chance to redeem themselves. But like, we can't completely put the blame on social media and dating apps on how we feel about trust issues you know when when you were a kid you were taught you know stranger danger don't accept any candies from a person in a white van you know it's it's embedded within us and so we've pretty much been so accustomed to either accepting the way people portray themselves on the internet and you know placing doubts on complete strangers just because they don't look the type And again, people, whenever they see something they don't like, it's an immediate red flag or an ick, or, you know, there's just so many trendy things that's going on right now. And unfortunately, that's the culture that we live in nowadays. With the dating culture in college, we, you know, we we see it quite often. Students risk long-term relationships for Hookups and the dating culture in college in short is quote-unquote complicated and short. For anybody who's still currently a freshman and is still in a relationship with their high school sweetheart, I hate to break it to you, but you're not safe. No one is. People in college are afraid to get cuffed and tied down just because you have a lot of options. And we all know that dating can be a bit complicated, tricky, and sometimes even frustrating. That's why we use dating apps, but the dating platforms that were meant to ease and help with meeting people, it seems a bit more complicated nowadays than it should be. Not because of the structure or the new updates of the application. Just more so the culture that was created from it. And I I recently just read an article from Inside Hook about the topic of disposable dating culture. In this article, the author pretty much talks about how having options for romantic and sexual partnerships in dating apps saved her from all the pressure and anxiety. And she said that knowing that I had an ever-growing option literally at my fingertips at all times, gave me the space and freedom to date for fun and genuinely enjoy being single throughout adolescence, rather than with a panicked and end goal of having to lock down the next available man who happened to stumble into my life. And she's right. It puts less pressure on people to settle down right there and then, and if you don't like your current situation, you move forward. It's a lot easier for people to walk away from situations that were working out. And it's a lot easier to recover from situations somebody else walked away from. What I really found interesting was that she said that I no longer feel like everyday relationships or breakup is or was the last chance at love, happiness and fulfillment, which is the truth. Dating is now easier than ever. Now you might be wondering, well, you know, that true, but that might not be the case for everyone. Yes, you're also right. All these dating apps have pretty much exposed everybody of rejections more than ever. And we've just gotten so numb to it. And it's now the new normal. Not every match you get will send you a message or a follow up and a lot of times people find themselves getting ghosted. And, you know, that obviously contributes to more feelings of anxiety and, you know, sometimes even depression. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, dating apps provide people more opportunities to interact with other people and with the same interests and, and find compatibility with a potential match before even meeting them in person. However, people also Note that in-person meetings or first dates can be vastly different from online chats. So to further discuss dating cultures and how it affects our generation, today we're joined in with my lovely best friend and roommate, Peyton Fackler.
1: What's going on? My name is Peyton. I live in Richmond and yeah. How old were you when you made your first tender?
0: <laughs> as soon as I turned 18, I like I remember I was like, yeah. Really? Cuz everybody had it. That's the thing like even in, even in high school, like everybody would would make like an account way before they turned 18 just to like see who's in there and, you know.
1: I don't even remember. I th- I was definitely in college when I made one for the first time only because I had a boyfriend in high school and my freshman year of college, so I didn't necessarily like ever like need to have one what is the how old do you have to be to make it i
0: think it's 18 you have to be an adult for you to be able to make yeah i you could also set your 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 preferences to 18 and then it's like
1: oh okay okay i guess that makes sense that you wouldn't really be able to put it Mm -hmm. younger than that yeah i
0: wouldn't yeah that's a case
1: yes that would would be a case for sure
0: you want to know a fun fact according to the huff post uh the article from history of dating by 2010 dating sites existed for virtually every city sexual orientation religion race and almost every hobby making it easier for to find exactly what we're looking for isn't that crazy
1: that's wild i i wonder like how many dating apps there are actually out there i mean I'm, i like i mean we think of like apps like and we we think of like tinder hinge bumble but like we don't Like, when I think of, like, dating apps, I don't think of, like, oh, there's actually, like, actual websites also out there, like, eHarmony and, like,
0: Christian Mingle. Yeah, no, I remember seeing those ads everywhere when I was, like, a kid, like, Christian Mingle, eHarmony, Zeus, but, like, I've always thought of it as, like, dating apps were, like, 60 plus.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely thought when I was a kid that anyways, that dating apps and, well, I used to think websites anyways when I was a kid, but, like, that eHarmony stuff was always used by old old people (laughs) the older the geriatrics
0: i can't imagine our parents being on dating apps like how do you think how do you think jeff would introduce himself on on a on a oh my
1: gosh no oh my god my dad would be so he would talk to everybody
0: you think so you think he'd be like the type of person to like say something really corny
1: he'd be like i i'm here to make friends also
0: (laughs) well jeff if you're listening I Really think you're cool. Oh, He
1: knows he knows it because we call him, um, guy, Mr. Geico. Because you know, when the Geico came out with those commercials where they are like the guys, like taking like grown ups, I guess, like throughout the like, like normal day to day scenarios, and he's like, No, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. And he's like, Correcting them, it's like, a I, I don't know how to really describe it, but anyways, so every situation that they would do would literally be my dad like walking up to a stranger oh you need help with that like no they don't need your help but so like for example on father's day when i gave him his father's day gift i said i I wrote on the note happy father's day and i scratched out fathers and i wrote geico so it's happy geico day
0: anyways but isn't it crazy how like it's hard for you to find people that are outside of your preferences you feel me There's pretty much somebody for somebody, which is crazy because like when you set your profile online, they tend to match you with people with the same preferences, or I guess you get swept on with people with the same preferences. Wouldn't you match with the same person as you? And don't they say that, you know, too much of you is a bad thing? I don't know if that makes sense. Like I've always like I've always heard that opposites attract and then like people who are too much of the same like person. Kind of butt heads with each other.
1: No, I, d- I definitely think that if you have too much in common with somebody, it, bec- it can become an issue.
0: Dating apps do like serve its purpose. And I definitely think that there's a lot of people out there that find success in, you know, romantic partners online, whether it be looking for something casual or long term.
1: They have testimonies everywhere about all their success stories when it comes to people finding relationships on dating apps.
0: Now, if you're listening, don't feel like dating apps may be the only option because there are other things out there that you could, you know, you could do to meet people. But I do have a suggestion. I do have a suggestion. I put this on my caption. I think I was like, I was a freshman in college and I like I saw this tweet. It said, I don't know why men go to bars to meet women. Why don't they just go to Target? the female to male ratio is like 10 to one and they're already looking for things they don't need.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like if I was in target and there's like guys just all of a sudden popping up and just like lingering around target. And I know that they're just like looking for women. I feel like that would be creepy in a sense. We'd find a new target. (laughs) Next thing you know, people are going to be hanging out at the target trying to pick up ladies.
0: Anyways, but so my question is like, and I feel, I feel, I feel that sometimes I do this quite often too. Do do you ever feel like sometimes you get too hypercritical on what you put on your dating profile?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely feel like some of it's kind of like a, for show, definitely. Because, I mean, like you want to put on your best self and you want to seem like you're this really cool, fun person to hang out with. And so you're going to so you're going to be critical about what you put on your dating Mm -hmm. profile. I mean, that's why I guess a lot of people lie about their height on Hinge or, you know, that sort of thing. It's because they're worried about being true to who they are and what they look like and. Their characteristics, their hobbies, this, that, and the other. They want to pertain towards the general, Oh, what do I think is going to be attractive towards the major, I guess, general society of what I'm looking for. I get what you're talking about. I get what you're talking about.
0: It's just like sometimes, like, especially for men, I feel like I'm not saying that this is true, but maybe this is true, that girls definitely gets a lot more matches than men. And men had to try a little bit more harder to kind of like get like fema's attention, and so the things that we say when we first match with people plays a big role uh so we don't get ghosted and so a lot of times like guys would get you know would spend hours and hours of just trying to like come up with like the cheesiest or like sometimes like some like clever Mm-hmm. um way to message people i feel like it has um, to
1: be extremely clever otherwise it's coming off like you're trying too hard and it's like okay this is
0: we feel like sometimes you have to kind of like compete with like all these other people so you have really have to be clever with what you say <laughs> do you have any examples of <laughs> of of guys like? Uh, com- let's see what you? i
1: got here So I have a specific prompt on my profile where I say that I like people who are down to earth. And this guy goes, you get along with sarcastic down to earth people. Well, you're in luck because I'm literally standing on earth every day. (laughs) (laughs) On an unrelated note, I hope you have a high tolerance for terrible jokes.
0: That's a good way to kind of like save yourself from, from getting ghosted.
1: This guy goes, if you could be one animal, what would you be? What? I didn't respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I don't know.
0: No, like what...
1: A tiger. What about you? Oh, I'd be an orangutan. Cool. What's up? Can I have your snap? That That's not how that works. You got to follow it up with something, like,
0: though. Wh- if you were an animal, what would you, what would you be?
1: I would be a house cat.
0: The other person's usually like, yeah, you know, like, why... Like, i'm a house cat like what about you like what do you want to be and you're like oh whatever fuck's a house cat
1: oh god is that how that goes
0: yeah, i think that's how it was supposed to go oh. <laughs> you, well you... i didn't
1: give him a chance he's like damn i did not even get to finish his joke yeah.
0: anyway so like have you have you like with the people that you match with on well, like first off i want to ask you like what, what what dating app are you using hinge just Hinge?
1: Yeah, because I'm tall, and I like to see their height, to be completely honest with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, shout out to all the short kings out there.
1: Tinder, know. I feel like I can't take seriously. And Bumble, I'm just, you know, I, don't, I, I sometimes I will message first. But the thing with Bumble is, um, I don't know, I don't like having to message first every single time. Like, you know, sometimes I like how Hinge, like when you like somebody it's like it gives them it pops up on their page and then it's like oh um match with blank and then you press the match button and then it goes back to them to talk first because they're the one that initiated the match but you still have the opportunity it gives each person the opportunity to message first even if they want to so I kind of like that because you know it kind of encourages the other person to do it first because they were the one that initially sent the match but then you know you still have the opportunity to do it if you want to, which I like because sometimes I see really clever things on profiles that I'm like, ooh, I want to say something about that um,
0: so tell us more about any successful experience you've had with with dating apps like have you had have you gone on a date?
1: I've only met up with two people off of a dating app, and I mean I've had them for a couple of years, but like I just don't I, it takes a lot for me to meet up with somebody The first the second person I met up with, it was literally like w- once I met him, I was like, "Absolutely not." Um, but the first, the first guy I met off the dating, I was actually during the pandemic, so I was like a little bit more encouraged to go out because I was like craving human interaction. But anyways, um, so we met up, and he was actually really cool, and he was shorter than me, and <laughs> this I. On his profile, it did not say that he was shorter than me and actually said he was taller than me. So it was, but you know, I actually had a great time the first time that we hung out. So I was like, you know what? I'll just try to get over it. I guess I did not get over it. It was not, not, and that's not why we ended things, but like we did hang out for a couple weeks. Um, and we just had our differences and it didn't work out. But that was, I guess, my only successful time. We actually, he, had picked me up to go to dinner. Actually, we met at a we met at this place to get dinner, and I think we realized it was closed, so we kind of just were like, "Oh, oops." And so I hopped in his car because it was like pouring down rain, and we went and just like picked up Chinese food and like went back to his place and just ate and like hung out, and then that was it. That was the, the most successful, I guess. Okay,
0: so you would consider it more of a success than
1: yeah. I mean, just because it didn't work out, I mean, it was still. I guess, successful, it intru- It got me to meet somebody who I didn't know before, who I probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for the dating app. And, you know, we had a great time for a couple of weeks. I mean, it didn't work out, but I mean, it, to for the purpose of the dating app, I mean, I, th- I, f- I feel like it was successful. So, uh,
0: yeah, no, I definitely think that sometimes, you know, the, the dating apps does its purpose. Now you just got to follow up with.
1: Yeah. I mean, they can't, they can't, expect dating apps to do all the work <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the dating app doesn't date for you it just gets you the dates you, you got to do the rest With
0: Covid and all that stuff it was, it was a lot harder for for us to meet people at like functions like the bar or like social gatherings in general Yeah,
1: because there were none yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> everything was fucking closed and so
1: and everybody wore masks so you couldn't really tell what people looked like anyway. exactly anyways.
0: how was how was your your dating life was like in During COVID,
1: oh, it was non-existent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, besides that one, that one story I just told about the 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 date off the dating app. I mean, that was like a brief thing. But other than that, yeah, it was virtually non-existent for about two years. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I I feel that. I
1: I, honestly, it was nice, a little refresher,
0: a little time for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I do believe that there are, you know, positive outcomes too some dating apps depending on how you use it for instance bumble bff
1: yeah bumble bff i actually um so after the pandemics you know not that it's over but when it started to lighten up a little bit um i wanted to reach out you know i live in richmond i grew up here um so i mean i still have friends from like high school but i wanted to kind of like expand and like you know meet new people And it was hard to do that because of the pandemic. So I downloaded Bumble BFF and I actually met a really cool girl and we hit it off, had very similar interests and we became really close, hung out a lot. She had to move so she no longer lives here. But if she was still living here, we'd still be hanging out to this day. She was a really cool girl. Shout out, Gabby.
0: Yeah, I remember I I met that girl and we had the same birthday, didn't we?
1: Yeah, you guys had the same exact birthday. Yeah.
0: And then like for me, like I actually... Started doing Bumble BFF through you, cause you, cause I remember I. So after after college, um, I applied to jobs in Virginia. We went to George Mason University, and all the the offers that I got was pretty much like halted, cause like every every pretty much every single company was like halting their recruitment, and there was nothing available. So we moved to Texas, and then after moving to Texas, it's like, bam, like you had hundreds and hundreds of people to go up to when you were in college. You had plenty of friends to hang out with on a daily basis. And then you move into like a news day and you barely have anybody to talk to. It's it's hard. It's It really is. And so, you know, but for the longest time, I thought like going to Bumble BFF or meeting like other people like through dating apps was a little bit weird, but then, I just got tired of, like, being alone, and also, like, I had a, a whole, in, like, a nice-ass apartment to myself, and I was just there, just in there collecting dust, and I didn't do anything, so when Peyton told me about Bumbo BFF, you know, I tried it out, and boom, right off the bat, I met one of, like, my my greatest friends in, in Texas, like, I met Tommy, and, um, you know, I, I had a buddy already there, his name is Gary, and we pretty much just, like, hit it off, and those became like really my greatest friends and then after Tommy I met up with Jalen and Jalen pretty much like introduced me to everybody and those became like my boys and until I left Texas so what I thought was gonna be like a scary thing 10 like actually turned out to be like one of the best thing ever and you know they gave me like a reason now for for me to go back to Texas and and all that stuff so
1: yeah We literally had more success with Bumble BFF than actually using a dating app for dating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So if you're scared to use Bumble BFF, don't. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of an ego thing to not try it out at least. Let your guard down. Give it a shot. Meet some cool people in your area. You never know. A lot of people use it because they've just moved to the area and they're new. They're the same purpose as you. So just give it a shot. Or you never know, like people on there have, you know, you could find people with similar hobbies. Hey, you you have friends, cool. You don't necessarily need to use Bumble BFF to find friends. But say none of your friends, you know, like to go rock climbing and you like to go rock climbing. Shoot, use the app to find somebody who also likes rock climbing. Like there's like different purposes to like use it versus just being like, oh, like I don't.
0: But, you know, know. dating, dating nowadays doesn't have to look. As like one way, you know, it can be very intimidating to go back to like the good old like meeting people through the bar. Just don't be weird about it. But sometimes, you know, it'll it'll be refreshing to some people to get out of social media or dating apps. and Dude, we meet people out there or I've heard at least people out there that have completely cut out dating apps. You know, there are are some
1: people. Yeah, some people have a secret vendetta against dating apps for some reason like they woke up and chose violence <laughs> against dating apps. You bring up dating apps and they hear you from across the room and they're like, "What did you just say? You use Tinder? Ew, how dare you." I'm like, okay, Karen, relax.
0: Hypothetically, if you ended up marrying your date, would you tell your kids that you and your significant other met through a dating app? Well,
1: I mean, we're in such a technological world now. I don't think it's very uncommon to Have a first interaction with somebody, whether that's the purposes for dating or not, be over social media. So, you know, I mean, people DM people on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever all the time. So it's, you know, people meet over the Internet. You don't have to be specific like, oh, we met on Tinder. You can just be like, oh, yeah, mommy and daddy met on the (laughs) Internet.
0: Yeah. I I don't think it'd be as weird to them as it is to us right now. Just because
1: we're like in the in-between.
0: Do you feel like there's a stigma when it comes to telling people that you met your significant other through a dating app obviously everyone's gonna ask and everybody expects a cinderella story but for some people that met through the app is there ever a question whether or not the relationship would feel genuine compared to a couple that let's say met in a bar
1: in my opinion i'm like okay yeah sure genuine connection you met in person but you eventually meet that person in person. So it's not like you've never seen that person in person and you're getting married and you've still never seen them and you'll never see them in person. Like, it's not like you can never form that genuine connection. Sure, you can't, sure, you could argue that someone can't create a genuine connection over social media, but if your intention is to meet up with that person, you're still going to meet that person and have a face-to-face meeting and be have the ability to form a genuine connection. So like for somebody to say, oh, you can't form a genuine connection Sure, but like that's also because I feel like I could I I could argue with that saying that I feel like the argument being that you can't form a, a genuine connection over social media is because people are afraid to be vulnerable over social media. But on the flip side of that, being on social media and you know talking over the internet, especially for the first time, also may help people with that. May they may be able to feel a little bit more vulnerable because they're not doing it face to face. They're able to say. You know, I guess they're going to hiding behind a screen kind of thing. But, so, I mean, it's really up to, you know, your personal opinion. You could argue both sides.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 feel, yeah I feel that. I feel that. Like, it, it, it is just a platform. The rest you got to do on your own. <laughs> Have you ever, like, just, like, match with somebody and, like, start talking to them and then you're like, something's off. And then you go through you go through their social media and try to do some detective shit.
1: I always do detective shit. I will creep and creep and creep. It's actually kind of funny because the, the Tinder story that I mentioned earlier about the guy that I met before I met up with him, of course, I had to do like my little background check. So um, I couldn't figure out what his last name was to like actually creep. But in one of his pictures, he so he was in med school. So he had like a, a white coat on and so on the white coat they have their names and so I tried to zoom in really far so I could see his last name on his coat so I could creep on him and I couldn't see it was too blurry so of course I saved the picture and I went into like some photo editing app and I made the picture clear so I could read his last name and I found him on Facebook and was able to creep on him that's some real detective shit
0: right there. Yeah, for really. You guys are doing more shit than the actual I FBI. I wanted to creep,
1: and I couldn't creep on him because he had uh, a very uncommon uh, first name, or he had a very common first name. So, like, it was, like, his name was John. It was, like, one of those names. And so, like, oh, my God, there's, like, a million Johns. So I had to know what his last name was. So he put it on there. I just did a little extra OD Work to figure out what it said. So
0: here's a fun fact: 81% of date site users lie about their height, weight, or age on their profile. Now I remember this one time that you match with this guy unhinged with the boots, and you, we were trying to figure out how tall. There was like there's a whole entire trend too on on like TikTok or whatever, um, where like some guys like trying to. Like find your height based on your photos. Like they know that a, a door is like seven feet tall. Cuz this
1: man's will literally come into my room and be like, "How tall do you think a light switch is? Like, do the normal light switch on the wall? What What are you looking? Why? He's like, "Oh, because I can see a light switch in the background or this girl's photo, and if she's this tall standing next to this light switch, then that means she's this." I'm like, "Relax, bro." Dude,
0: every every man does this shit. We add at least a to our height on on social media just because
1: do you think that because everybody knows that that's what y'all do that men still do it or don't do it yeah
0: i feel like it's pretty common
1: what's your height on
0: five um but yeah no i do feel like everybody adds one more inch to to their height on 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 dating apps just because like did it any day and any like if you end up going on your first date, you could always wear boots You know, that adds another (laughs) inch. Right. In college, did you find yourself having to use dating apps or do you feel like you didn't need to?
1: I would use them, but I wouldn't swipe on people I didn't know. I mean, like, I would swipe on people I didn't know, you know, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I was really shy. So, like, (laughs) it gave me the platform to, like, Run into, quote, quote, run into somebody I knew from college that I was too afraid to go up and say hello to. I'd be like, oh, let me just swipe them on Tinder. Uh, I mean, but I didn't actually like use it, use it in college.
0: I think I used it just on the purpose of I wanted to see who were single. So the next time I see them, I, yeah, I know who is like available and who's not, which I thought that was pretty clever, you know.
1: But you never know, they could be not single. And still on the dating God app. and I
0: have matched with so many people that are not supposed to be on those apps, but ended up being on those apps. I matched with this girl, um, and, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting anything. We had a, like, genuine conversation and all that stuff. I thought she was pretty cool. We followed each other on Instagram. And then, you know, I never really reached out to her after that. We stopped a conversation after that. A few weeks after she was friends with a friend of mine from college. And I met I I met with her and I was like, wait a minute. And then my friend from college was like, Yeah, she's like, she's with her boyfriend and all that stuff. They've been together for like three years. I was like, mm-mm-mm. Yep can't trust them
1: yeah so they have like this feature i guess where you can even if you like because you know i've heard the excuse like oh i deleted my account it takes a while for you to pop off the algorithm you know that's bullshit um well i maybe not in the older days of using dating apps but like there is a feature on tinder now where you can like literally even if you still have your account you can turn it on where it's like um hide me from something I don't know what the word is for it but it's like you basically can hide your profile from being seen I ran into this guy who supposedly had been dating this girl that we knew and so we had texted her being like, oh, my God, did you guys break up? And she's like, no, like, oh, like we did. We took a break for a little bit and he downloaded Tinder, Um, but he says he's deleted it and he doesn't go on it anymore. So, like, it's just like showing up, like literally what I just said. He was like, it's just showing up because it just hasn't taken me off the algorithm yet. And I was like, OK, whatever. Like, I literally looked at my sister and I was like. That's bullshit because you can literally, there's literally a button where you can hide your profile. Like, you don't think the first thing she would have said was like, um, hide your profile and then delete the account. I want to make damn sure you don't show up on anybody's thing. Yeah. Or guys, sometimes are just stupid if they think they delete the app from their phone that their account's gone.
0: Unless they don't want it gone. That'd be unfortunate if somebody found out. That's out of my pay grade, though. But hey, no judgment here. At least you'll have all these dating apps to bounce back from. And you have my podcast to listen to for advice. Anyways, so as much as we want to go on with a list of negative things that we can talk about these dating apps, don't forget that there's also good outcomes that come from this. Now, I may not be a dating expert or a guru, but I do know that everyone listening today want one thing, which is to find that genuine connection with somebody. So if you're a heavy user of these apps, have a go challenge yourself, maybe meet somebody in person, get out your comfort zone and make a conversation with that person. You've finally been wanting to talk to now on the flip side. If you're somebody who dislikes these dating apps, just remember, these are not the only options out there to meeting new people, but do remember that there are a lot of couples out there that have met through these dating apps. Some lucky ones even get married, so don't get discouraged just because of a bad experience. Don't forget there's also plenty of alternative options other than Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge worth your consideration. Try, I don't know, the Facebook groups around your city, most likely there's going to be a community of new residents that are looking for the same things as you are. There may be the dog park, the, the pet store for pet lovers or your local softball or bowling teams. If you're into hot moms, I don't know, go to Target. Shit, you'll never know. You might find yourself a a hot sugar mama that's looking for a sugar baby, I don't know. If you do find one, please do reach out to me. There's virtually a community page for every single hobby and experience out there. So whether or not you're a fan of online dating, there's always going to be a community for you. And especially, you know, this works out well for for people who may not have the time due to either their personal obligations or their career. But it's a great way to meet young singles. So no matter what you're looking for, maybe true love, no strings attached, casual flings, a new friend in the community or all of the above. Hopefully I was able to help with what you're looking for. Thank you so much again, Peyton, for coming into the show.
1: Y'all can go follow my girl, Mavi, on Spotify. She makes music here. I'm based in Richmond, Virginia. Her name is Taylor. Go find her. Go listen to her. Subscribe, listen. She makes great music.
0: Once again, if you like today's episode, share it with a friend. Follow me on Instagram at underscore Dinnertime. And again, thank you for listening.